Alrighty, uh, just hopping into uh, this uh, stream here, or recording of a stream. You can check this out live on Tuesdays uh, at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, that is at twitch.tv slash realfadagang. Um, this stream ended abruptly uh, near the end um, because my internet went out. Uh, so this is going to be around 40 minutes of uh, a recording that I'm re-recording now, I guess, for the podcast. And so I hope you enjoy. Again, you can check this out on Tuesday live at 7.30 uh, p.m. Pacific time uh, if you have the time to stop by. Uh, I hope you guys and girls all enjoy. Uh, and I might have closing remarks at the end, but I also still have the podcast to record, so there might just be nothing at the end. Uh, I will, I'll see if I have any comments about, you know, what I've said and what I'm recording. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop talking. Enjoy. Uh, let me move this back to the screen over here. Um, ACI. Okay, really quickly. Let's, uh, let's go over what ACI is. I don't even know what ACI is. This is exactly how I would look into a stock that I've never seen before. Let me uh, also preface this. Like, if I didn't, if I don't know what ACI is, I am not buying ACI today or tomorrow or probably this week. I would probably do more research on it, find a real thesis of why I like it, because I understand that if I find out about a company right now uh, and then. Um, try to you know find a play I'm really forcing something because I just found out about the company today or quote like last week when I promised I'd look at it today but uh, let's look at ACI wow look at green Toros passing it on that's cool I appreciate you thank you for doing that that's very nice of you um, I'm gonna look up at ACI and remember we still got six more minutes so I'm just gonna kind of blaze through this and then we can start on time uh, what, is, what is it showing that's cool Turn on dark theme, that's cool. Okay, ACI uh, stock. Oh, it's Albertsons. <laughs> ACI is Albertsons. I did not know Albertsons was public. Um, okay, uh, so looking at this right now, Albertsons right now doesn't make money. That's surprising. I would absolutely expect them to have a P&E ratio. They also don't have a dividend. I don't know how common dividends are for uh, grocery stores. Um, but yeah, uh, this is automatically not gonna be an A or S tier for me. I'm gonna bring up Tastyworks. Let's look at some fundamentals. ACI. ACI has had a, a, a rougher day today. Um, okay, cooling off from the highs. It, there's a double, uh, quote, double top on the RSI crossing 80. Um, and it's been cooling off since then. Uh, I can almost guarantee you if I went to stocktwits.com right now, people would say, oh, this is a head and shoulders forming. And that's, again, all oogla boogla. This can do whatever it wants. RSI looks like it's back to almost like low-key normal levels though you're kind of risking it my oogla boogla <laughs> and my oogla boogla is very weak uh it my oogla boogla thinks it's probably gonna hit around 27. 
if I were to speculate anything or force a play here, I'd probably sell the 27 put. Uh, we're not going to do the three-day strike because that's just a little bit too uh, Wall Street Betty. 31 days seems pretty solid. Good amount of implied volatility for a grocery store. I There might be some news I'm just not aware for Albertsons. Um, but yeah, looking at the the 27 strike, you get paid around 45 bucks to promise to buy it at uh, $27. Not bad. It's not bad, but I you would be really, really, really reaching if you told me and tried to convince me that you're really passionate about Albertsons. So, but honestly, you brought up ACI, and that's already that's already rare enough. So maybe I might actually believe you, and you might have something that we all don't know. Uh, but yeah, Albertsons selling a 27 strike or. You know, honestly, I probably wouldn't even buy the shares here. I, I would really look for a good discount because it just, I don't know. People would say, oh, there's a gap to fill here as well. But again, all Ula Bugla. I don't like Albertsons, cause they, especially because they don't make money. Um, yeah, I can't find myself being passionate about this, but maybe for you, that's my opinion. Uh, gonna read through chat here. Oh, Verizon, right, real quick, real quick, Verizon, VZ. Uh, holy moly. Yeah, that's a graph. Wow. Uh. Okay. Very interesting. Here, here's what it is. So I'm, let me let me read this again because this has to be podcast friendly. Uh, user Green Toros asks, "Where would you place Verizon? Warren Buffett seems to like it. I like the dividend, but the stock keeps sinking." Uh, I'm gonna quickly bring up Verizon on the Google real quick. <laughs> on the Google, uh, let's see. P/E ratio of 11, pretty cool. Really nice dividend of 4.7. The dividend people that are really into dividends are going to think this dividend's like average. I'm not one of those dividend people, so I think 4.7 is actually like big. But that's because I, again, I don't specifically look for dividends. I think dividends are just nice. Um, it's really important that Green Toros mentioned that Warren Buffett likes it uh, because this has definitely done very well in like the last maybe. 10 years, I've seen this graph, but in the grand scheme of things, if you're a regular retail investor, it is at like, quote, a low right now, but this really doesn't look like it's gonna be moving all too much. You're really hoping that, let me look at the implied volatility. Yeah, and the implied vol, <laughs> yeah, I'm having trouble speaking. The implied volatility on Verizon is actually really low too. Um, let me bring up Tastyworks. So, so I'm not like, you know, pointing at nothing. So implied volatility being here, very low implied volatility 
on the monthly 10-year graph, uh, it looks almost just like it's just consolidating here. And if it took this long to move up uh, from, you know, 30, $36 to $54 over this long period of time, I think there are better opportunities that you can be more passionate about that can bring better returns. Like, I am very, very keen on semiconductors because I think there's a lot about just the graphics card industry that intrigues me. Like, I like playing games. I like crypto for the sake of crypto. I like the technology. I like how it's cool. I like the ledger. I like that stuff. Not saying, like, oh, Bitcoin to the moon or whatever. But there's a lot of cool things that the graphics cards provide that I interact with in everyday life that I am very interested in, that I'm very passionate about, that can bring me better returns, quote, than Verizon. So uh, Verizon to me here, as a Theta Gang stock, this would be, do we even have a D tier? No, we don't. Um, this isn't a guh. Let me, let me just bring it up here. This Verizon stock isn't a guh by any means, but it would definitely be a D tier. I would not tier it alongside these um, when it comes to uh, this tier list. Uh, but thankfully, we're, we don't have Verizon in this list here, so we're gonna actually just skip on that. Meaty Flesh Blob, thank you for the follow. Um, I hope that answers your question. If your if your you know parents are looking for a stock to just add to their portfolio um, that pays a nice dividend, they want some guaranteed income. Like by all means, I think Verizon's okay. I think Verizon is probably in my stepdad's portfolio, um, but for us. Younger people, we don't need to worry about uh, what Warren Buffett is in, right? Because his cost base is just so much better than ours. And he has a lot more money to double down. Uh, which is also my opinion on anything that uh, Warren Buffett invests in. A lot of people think that like just because Warren Buffett invests in it, that means like you should invest in it too. His cost basis on a lot of his stocks are like triple, quadruple down or below your uh, potential cost basis. Uh, and because he has like an infinite amount of money, he can always quote be safe. Um, while you might be going all in on a massive dip, uh, he could be going in like an eighth on some massive dip and it'd be perfectly fine. Um, which is also the beauty of diversification, but diversification uh, really is only, I guess I'm not gonna say effective, but only really fun if you have a large portfolio. If you have a like, if you have a lot of money, otherwise diversification makes your returns pretty slow. You might as well just invest in like S and P 500 or QQQ if you want to diversify. Uh, otherwise, your chances of better, you know, return as long as you're responsible are much better with uh, individual stocks. Okay, um, let me see. Junior, I'm thinking about switching to Tastyworks by trade on my laptop and phone. So what's the mobile app like? Yeti420, do not go to Tastyworks if you want to trade on your phone. Uh, on your laptop, perfectly fine. I think it's actually one of the fastest or one of the most snappy. Tastyworks is very, very snappy when it comes to um, this, this portal here. Um, but if you're trying to trade on your phone, I would not recommend Tastyworks. I recommend uh, Robinhood. 
but here's the thing. I also just straight up do not recommend trading on your phone. I think a lot of impulse trading comes from trading on your phone. Uh, you might wake up crusty eyed on your phone like this. You know, you're like rubbing your eyes and you buy 10 calls and you, and you like lock your phone and then go back to sleep and then just hope for the best, right? That can't happen if you only trade on your desktop computer. You gotta get up, drink your coffee, sit down. And uh, that's like one of the you know, soft skills of uh, trading that I've learned. I don't do well when I trade on my phone. Junie, thanks for the advice. Kept that NVIDIA leap though. You do you, you do whatever you need to do. I'm glad that you followed your own advice. Difficult nerd, Junie, Junie, Junie. Paul Dude 4, what's up everyone? What's up Paul Dude? Uh, do you hold long positions like ETFs in an IRA or are you purely active trading? Dog with a great question. I have an IRA that I max out every year that goes strictly into ETFs I do not manage at all. Um, let me see here. <laughs> Starting 1.5 hours later and I'm still going to sit in the Popeye's drive-thru from the beginning of the stream. I love that. Get an extra side of coleslaw for me. Um, quickly going down. I'm trying to catch up the chat. Before I start the tier list and stuff, and probably, yep, 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 yep. Juni, do you have a long stock portfolio other than your Roth or 401k? Uh, technically, this is my long portfolio, but I actively manage it. Otherwise, everything in my 401k, and I don't, I don't actually have a Roth. I have a traditional, um, but yeah, I have all my um, ETFs. I'm long, long stock in in my. Uh, traditional IRA let me see how do you balance your money allocated to long-term ETS versus dating strategies okay that's a that is a great question I'm just that I could go on a tangent on that one dog with egg I will definitely answer that if we have time I'm gonna just copy and paste that into the show notes um, I think I think the short answer would be okay uh, the short answer and it might sound like a little, you know, dismissive, but it's just like whichever one is like, the balance is where the fun is at. I would just slam everything in QQQ and just keep on dollar averaging every week with an auto deposit if I wanted to just like not trade, but also when I expect a sizable return, right? When, which, when I mean by sizable, uh, I mean better than like a savings account that has like 0 0.001 interest rate, right? Um, the reason why I have so much allocated to um, my portfolio here on Tasterworks is it's fun. I really, really enjoy the style of trading. And I finally, after many years, found the strategy that works for me. Um, and I love proving that it works if you follow it to a T. Uh, because you know I've done this for two years straight, and I think I've done pretty pretty well. I don't deviate. I don't. I I love the process. There's no process really in long-term ETFs unless if you're if you really dig deep, where you know you have to do the auto deposit every every week. You have to make sure you never sell. You have to make sure you do this. That is some sort of process. But I love the process of the trading strategies where there's so many areas where you can just overlook something or be like nah you know what i'll keep this on for another day i'll take off the trigger i won't respect the trigger oh you know it's not that important and then you end up getting got but in data game strategies if you really really like 
and I mean really stick to things to a T, it's very hard to mess up. But I'm not gonna go too much more into that. Just whatever's more fun. Theta King strategies to me, because I win often, it's fun. Long-term ETFs, it's reliable, but low-key, it's like really boring. Um, yeah. Can we see EBITDA versus uh, EV ratio, expected value ratio? I wish I knew uh, where I could find that. 4% yield is higher than the dividend aristocrat average. Nice, I didn't know that. That, If you told me what the aristocrat average was, uh, that'd, be, that'd be great. Um, Dog with Egg also says you can add a tier. We'll see. If there's a D tier in here somewhere, uh, then we'll add it. Uh, blue, green, red, hello. How are you? Um, boom, boom, boom. Green Taurus, no problem. I traded my phone using, I, uh, uh, yeah, interactive brokerage. Mm, I'm in Australia, even though T-Sports is here. It's it's a beep to sign up to. It's kind of averages 2%. Nice. Okay, great. I'm gonna get started with the tier list. Okie dokie. Gonna bring this down. Uh, and 740. We're starting 10 minutes late, but that's okay. Hmm. I forgot what stock that was. BNGO. Is that correct? BNGO. I had to look at my uh, folder with the thumbnails. Bio Nano Genomics. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, Junie, how do you get a return in the stock market and you don't even know how to pronounce gen genomics? <laughs> I should read books more often. Um, yeah, I mean, this just looks like a pharmaceutical company. Um, but I don't think it is. Actually, just reading this. It's in that category of either like super risky. Um, they're, oh, they're in San Diego. That's cool. No P and E ratio as probably expected. Uh, no dividend yield. They probably have something to prove. Something is, something is in trial three. Um, wow, what the heck happened here? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and bring this up on Tastyworks. I, I'm pretty sure I already know where this is gonna go, and I think I, uh, and chat knows where it's gonna go too. Uh, 95% implied volatility, but remember, volatility is high for a reason. Uh, you are not Michael Burry, you did not just find out that... BNGO uh, has unrealistic IV and you are not scalping it. You are definitely getting paid for the amount of risk you are uh, taking on. Stock price is 520. Um, one year daily. Death cross is about to happen soon. I don't know. Yeah, this just seems super gambly. 
super, super gambly. A ton of the stock guys community made bank on BNGO on that big upswing. Nice. Congrats to them. Pump and dump. Uh, I don't know. If it was on Wall Street Bets first and people, you know, just got in, drove the option price or draw the, um, drew the call volume up, and there's always that delta neutral thing that people talk about. I could see it like artificially making the stock higher too. But there's also the trial stuff that I don't even want to go into. This is just total gamble territory, total fun category. If you want fun, uh, I could definitely see you having a lot of fun here, but also a lot of hot heartbreak. Like, just be careful. Uh, I don't want to spend too much uh, more time on this one. We're just going to go ahead and put this in the guh category. That was easy. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about somewhere that I used to eat at a lot. Uh, I don't eat there much that much anymore. CNG stock. Chipotle Mexican Grill. Uh, famously known to have low float of stock. They don't have that many shares. Therefore, uh, the stock price is insanely high. Uh, Chipotle Mexican Grill is now, right now trading at $1,800. If you round up, it's $1,900. Um, I attribute like this rocket insane growth to their app. I think Chipotle Mexican Gr I don't know why I keep saying the full name. Chipotle's app is actually really good. And the fact that you could earn points on it incentivized me to go to Chipotle more uh, for lunch while, when I was at work. Um, when I was at work, there was a Chipotle kind of out of the way, but I would always go there knowing that I would get points for the Chipotle app. 100%. If you eat at, if you're one of the people that eat at Chipotle like all the time, I don't see anything, uh, thank you for the follow. I don't see anything wrong, uh, with, with investing into CMG. The only thing that I like worry about is that uh, say you're the high school student that saved up money at Jamba Juice, okay? And then you have $10,000 to spend uh, on the stock market. Uh, you could invest into Chipotle Mexican Grill. In fact, even if you went all in on Chipotle Mexican Grill, and let's not, let's not do the whole fractional share thing. Let's just say that you bought five shares of Chipotle Mexican Grill because that, that would equate to almost like 10K. Uh, it would be really, really boring for you to watch uh, this this graph uh, every day. And that might decentivize you to continue putting money into Chipotle because you have to save up so many um, paychecks to like invest into Chipotle Mexican Grill. That's just my overall opinion about any stock that's expensive. Um, there, you know, people are gonna be like, oh, it has, look at all these other, you know, nice things it has about it. But you have to be realistic when you start, when you talk to, um, like newer investors and you know investors is there's definitely quotes around that because um, I definitely thought I was an investor you know when I started trading like beginning of college or like end of high school uh, but I definitely wasn't I just definitely liked uh, putting in money and watching the numbers go up I wasn't actually like wholeheartedly investing in companies I believed in um, but I digress. Uh, Chipotle Mexican Grill has a P&E ratio that is very high 
uh, for a food company. But like I said, they their app is really solid. Um, they don't. I don't believe they are on DoorDash, or if they are, that that'd be kind of weird. Um, just because of how Chipotle's app works. Um, yeah, I mean, Chipotle is at like super all-time high right now. In fact, it's like cooling off as we speak. Um, let's check out the other, let's check out the other stats. Uh, CMG. Sheesh. 26% implied volatility. Not a huge, not a huge fan. low open interest pretty high slippage the bid and ask are pretty wide so if you want to go in today and say for example exit tomorrow you would get owned uh, yeah I think I think this is a pretty good example of a C tier. Let me go ahead and bring the tier back up. Um, because Chipotle has a P&E ratio of 90 and it's at all time high and it has low implied volatility and low open interest, like there's no reason why I would think of investing into chipotle right now beyond if you just had a boatload of money and you really liked chipotle grill investing in chipotle right now at this second you're really you have to be really really passionate and have a lot of money which i don't think a lot of people have so uh with all that in mind uh, i'm just gonna put this in c tier it's just not a solid investment in my opinion right now because especially if it's gonna make you uh, go into fractional shares and stuff, if you want to continue doubling down in small quantities for Chipotle, that's cool. But again, like there's other companies that you would probably be more passionate about. I talk about Chipotle in the Girls Are Better Investors episode, um, along with Lulu and Target. Again, if you really just like Chipotle, like don't care about anything that I say, invest into Chipotle. But I don't want to put Chipotle in B tier and then have people look at the tier and be like, oh, Junie thinks this is a B tier. You know, it's it's not average. It's better than average. And people like, you know, uh, might just read read too much into that. And I don't I don't want to I don't want to lead people the the super wrong way. But who knows? Maybe Chipotle Mexican Grill uh, comes out with a statement that says we're not going to issue any more shares ever. And then the stock price gets up. It goes up because everyone wants a piece before it goes to the moon. Um, okay, next, uh, this is Inba, uh, aka Coinbase. Um, this one's gonna be Coinstock. Hey, Coinbase has like an all right PE ratio. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, the people that took a hit at the IPO, yeah, they took a hit. <laughs> Dang. Um, okay, I like the PE ratio. 
I like crypto. I like everything that it's about. I just don't like the shilling people that are in it. But crypto's, you know, overall, there is something there that will be the future. I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. But there's something there. Um, let's just look at the Tastyworks stuff. Coin. Uh, let's look at the monthly 31 days, 55% probability or not probability profit. My bad, uh, 55% uh, IV, pretty good. It's higher than the average uh, and good open interest. Wow, okay. <laughs> I, I am, <laughs> I'm actually like, I'm like dumbfounded right now. I, I was actually, I, 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 I assumed. I assumed and I got got, so. Uh, remember last week when I said, you know, uh, if you are just beginning to trade like a Theta Gang style way, uh, it might be, um, it might look lucrative to sell the put when it's at a support, but it's best when you sell the put when the price has already consolidated. Right now, I'd say that coin or Coinbase is sitting at a support. Um, it would be a little bit scary in my eyes to sell the at the money put or even like an out the money put. Or, dang, actually, I don't know. Let me draw some oogla boogla lines. One more. Okay, so if I wanted to sell the 214, I could sell the 240, which is at the money, or I could sell the 215. 240 and 215. 240 and 215. 240, holy smokes. That gives me $1,200 and then 215. Wow. Uh, this is, this is nice. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna bring this up. I'm gonna bring this up. So Coinbase has nice implied volatility. It has a lot of open interest. Um, it is in a... You know, it's in an emerging industry as the crypto, it has the whole crypto thing. It has a lot of risk though. Like if crypto goes way down for whatever reason, uh, maybe there's another crypto crash. Uh, obviously there'd be a lot less traffic going to Coinbase and coin. The, the, the thing that trips me up is that Coinbase isn't even uh, priced for gr super growth. It's p &E ratio right now is uh, 30. But maybe this is where I look at forward PE ratio, but I'm also not that advanced, so I'm just gonna continue just looking at PE ratio. Um, low PE ratio, high implied volatility, lots of open interest. It's in an industry that could potentially bring in nice, sizable amount of returns. However, the biggest risk that you cannot overlook is that uh, there can be another 
uh, crash in crypto. And for those that say like, oh, Juni, uh, you know, the you know, I'm just gonna put this in B tier. Um, and for those that might think like, oh, Juni, uh, why are you being so bearish on crypto? Why would you assume that it can crash? Uh, you just have to prepare for that type of thing. Just like the China stuff. Like, there's just no way around it. And an A tier has to feel solid all the way through, much like an S, but the S tier is just where preference comes into mind, where it's like S feels really good. Um, as opposed to like A is also good, but S just has that like 1% factor where like, yeah, it will have the edge over A. Uh, all day and of course this is all opinionated this is all my opinion and if you follow any of my opinion you will absolutely lose money so make sure you don't do that um, I'm just gonna read through chat a little bit here uh, wasn't there a COVID drive through lane as well that made it big I have no clue but if there was a Chipotle drive through that's pretty cool uh, what about the high P and E ratio? I'm pretty sure this is about Chipotle. Yes, and that's one of the reasons why we put it down to C. Uh, I'd love to be able to sell uh, covered calls on CMG and Amazon. You know, that's my that's one of my goals too. Amazon, uh, just to be able to have that much money in my account. We are on the same page, Green Toros. We're on the same page. Dog with egg. In older episodes, you said you had a position arc F. Are you not a believer anymore? I am not a believer anymore. Uh, I took my loss, my 1.4k loss or something like that. Um, I talked about it last week on the last episode. So if you want to check out the stock tier list part two, I go into a little bit more in depth, specifically into the ARCF position. Uh, so that's, this is a little bit uh, convenient that you brought it up right now. Um, Meaty asked the prob or says the probability of, with Chipotle is it's only making 17% per, on deployed capital and the cost is nearly 13 times the capital that's deployed. That is um, INTJ speak for something where I think I agree with you. So that's great. Um, uh, let me see here. Coinbase equals crypto market if you're scared of crypto. Yeah. Uh, crypto is a fad. I think that is a little quick to judge. We never know. Uh, most of Coinbase profits are in USD. They only recently started buying crypto themselves. Uh, be careful of only looking at the P&E. It doesn't account for capitalized costs in excess of depreciation. That is something that you want to send to Juni at ThetaGang.com with specific screenshots of where else to look and where else to calculate things. Uh, specifically uh, Yahoo Finance. Maybe instead of just going to Google, we start going to Yahoo Finance. Um, Costco is S++. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here. Um, boom. Okay, so let's talk about Costco. I used to trade Costco a good amount. Um, let's see. Uh, where do I want to start? Costco. Cost stock. I think something that we found out about Costco is that it is uh, pandemic proof. Wow, look at that thing. <laughs> look at that. P&E ratio of 43, dividend yield of 0.69. Nice. Uh, looks like it's about to, uh, or not it's about to, but it's like consolidating a little bit, so that's cool. It has had a monster rip from the bottom. That is 
really disgusting. Very large market cap. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, they also had that thing where they opened uh, Costco's uh, in China. I remember following that news. I don't know what came of it, um, but they have expansions in China. Let's look at Costco here. Very low implied volatility. Um, open interest is okay. Good amount of open interest. Uh, the 440 seems like one of the easiest writes that you can ever do. And you get paid a good amount for it, actually. It seems like a lot of other people agree. Um, D Torque, thank you for the follow. I appreciate you. Um, the implied volatility, though. Or the, yeah, the amount of volatility that's baked into this one is a little inflated because earnings are soon. I think earnings are almost next week. But that is really nice. Imagine getting in at the bounce off the 50 EMA, which is oogla boogla, by the way. Don't like, don't listen to me when I when I say things like that. Um, I mean, for the sake of, you know, coming back to this maybe later in the future, 440 here. Um... Sell volume is starting to pick up. RSI is cooling off from 80. But RSI cooling off doesn't mean it has to go down. RSI tends, or RSI uh, returns to the norm as it trades flat as well. It does not have to go down for RSI to go down. Um, uh... I'm having a tough time with with grading Costco. Uh, let me just think on it. Like, w let me let me hear some thoughts around Costco from chat. Let me like lay it down on me. You could tell me the most oogla boogla thing or what you love about Costco stock. If this is what's going to differentiate it uh, inside A and S. Costco hot dogs. The CEO is a real one for keeping it at $1.50. Costco gas prices is enough reason to have a membership. I just don't like waiting in the line. Like, I feel like that defeats the whole purpose. Like, I could go on a tangent about that. Maybe I'll just save that for like an episode. <laughs> but I could I could go on and on about waiting in line for the Costco gas line. Um, but that's a good point. Costco is what's known as a low-cost producer. It's recession-proof because in recessions, people use the low-cost producers more. You should come to the stream more often, Meaty. You say a lot of nice things. I love that. Hot dogs are a loss leader. I think uh, rotisserie chickens are maybe second, uh, but I know that they've really been um, putting it out.
Okay, uh, that's where the stream ended up dying. <laughs> um, I ended up putting Costco in the A tier for a few reasons. Uh, Costco just generally has low volatility, uh, volatility, so it doesn't fit well within uh, my personal style of trading. Remember, it is you know my tier list, um, and so it's going to have you know some relevance to how I personally trade. Uh, Costco. He's also at all-time high, um, and so, you know, it just feels a little bit bad putting it in, like, S tier, you know, giving it, like, the green light from for anybody that might see the tier list from afar and think, like, oh, you know, do, do this person thinks it's S tier and all that whatnot, and, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice, though. Costco seems like a great staple for a long portfolio if you wanted to just buy stock. Um, but trading options on it, I just don't see it being as lucrative. And the the main reason why it's not an S tier is you you just simply can't really say that you're super passionate about Costco. Uh, maybe if you have a family and you shop at Costco all the time, and you just save so much money at Costco, and you that's the only place where you shop, uh, then maybe you have a ground stand, ground stand on, uh, but. You know, I'm just not that 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 part of life yet, and I just cannot find any way to uh, even fake that I'm passionate about Costco. Whereas, you know, Apple, I use all their products, and um, like AMD, um, I love Semiconductor News, and I can follow that all day. I'm passionate about that stuff. Uh, Costco, pretty boring, but again, it is very very solid. I would not feel bad recommending. Uh, Costco to like my friends and family um, because well it's recession proof it's had solid gains over the past year sure it's at all-time high uh, and but that's you know there's nothing wrong with being at all-time high uh, but yeah it's just not the S tier just it's just not S tier because um, kind of the passion thing it's hard to really advocate something that you're not necessarily passionate about um, as we'll see with, you know, incoming S tiers as we, uh, you know, traverse through the rest of the companies that we need to tier. Um, but that's about it. Uh, I'll save, you know, my normal ramblings for the podcast episode. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna cut this recording short now. I hope you guys and girls enjoyed. You can, again, see this live on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash real beta game. Thank you so much and have an awesome day. Thank you.